Just What the World Needs, another Superman-Batman origin story, kind of. Panelism a podcast where we what do we do? We talk about <laughs> god damn it. We review beanie babies in all their glory and get them ready for the secondary and, month. And yeah, different uh uh <laughs> panels for your house. You have vinyl panels, um That's right, yeah. Panels. We had talked about switching up the content. Yeah. We now si- review siding. <laughs> we are now pitching a full show to HGTV where we talk about <laughs> we're like those two twin guys that with squinty eyes that everybody loves who are hmm. those you know who i'm talking about hey speaking of the completely... proper... oh i was that our welcome are we just rolling sure with that? sure oh, i was, gonna, we're just I was gonna... gonna redo it no no but... we're just we're gonna keep going i have a big major question for you it is something that was posed to me when i was in portland last week and i don't have the answer to it all right what happened to ty pennington where did that guy go was he kidnapped was he a a, a, a deep cover operative like i haven't seen hide nor hair of that guy i think he just merged into chip Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> he is become chip Gaines, right i don't you know, know. I, that's that's the chip and joanna uh fixer uppers right yeah you're you may not be wrong <laughs> he's just subsumed yeah by uh wow holy crap she was okay. separated at birth on those two guys <laughs> i uh i accept that as an answer all right we, don't, we can move on <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's it's like the blob of reality TV. It just comes for everybody eventually. <laughs> It'll get you too in the end. Yeah. Anyway, wow. <clears throat> what's new? What's new with you? What's new with you this last week or weekend? I am just so busy, and uh, nothing I can t- talk about or announce or anything. Just uh, just working my my buns off, and so I don't really know where I am. <laughs> or what I'm doing. Uh, I was on a train this morning. Uh, <laughs> I've already worked, had like a brunch lunch, and done all this other crazy stuff that I would ordinarily, I would like to say ordinarily not do on a Sunday, but but that seems to be just how things are rolling these days. So mm. um, what about yourself? Just got back from Portland. I uh, oh. was there doing various businessy things. Was on the Nike campus, it's, you know, just interesting. Real shame they don't have um, any good comic books in Portland. Oh well, that's that, I'm bearing the lead. Portland, of course, is the is the uh, holy land. It is it is to comics as Nashville is to country music, in my opinion. Like it is it is where you go to immerse yourself in that culture. Um, some of the best shops, if not the best shops in the entire country, are located there, along with various publishers and creators and writers and artists. It's it is kind of I, I don't even know quite how this happened. I'd love to see or potentially one day create the documentary that that kind of Ooh. explains how Portland got to this. But it it is a joyous thing. And of course, I made a a uh, trip to one of my favorite shops, and I picked up a book we're going to talk about in the next episode. So stay tuned there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I noticed you'd shared um, several pics on your personal Instagram, which um, you want to give a shout out to that. But are you going to put some on panelism as well? 
Yeah, no, I, I put up one when I was go, uh, going into um, Bridge City, so they're tagged in there. And then oh, cool. I, I have a couple of some of the books I've been reading that I'll post up this week, too. Well, I've got some, if, yeah, if you want to preview that, go to buy Taylor Trask on Instagram. Yeah, B-Y-T-A-Y-L-O-R-T-R-A-S-K. Oh, wow. Do you, do you feel like we're just stumbling into this episode? Nah, it's okay. We haven't had a good, like, awkward cold open in a long time, so this it's is good. just, I mean, it just, like, oh, just feels like everything is, uh, yeah, snowballing. I'm, so we'll see how I'm this just, goes. I'm just putting it off because I really want to talk about the book you picked. You teased me oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ahead of time, so I've been, like, looking stuff up, and I have many questions. So I'm kind of, let's just get into that because it's yeah. like, super-duper interesting. And this is another of those um, – it was just such a weird uh, uh, pick this week. And so I was on a, um, a train yesterday and today, and yesterday thought I knew what I was going to talk about and was sort of going through comiXology like, yeah, yeah, this is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going through the you know uh, books that I'd already downloaded. And then, and then somehow in my brain I was like, ah, man, I just – I don't have my thoughts together on this. What could I do? And uh, this book – uh, that I'm going to talk about was in my Comixology account. I don't have any idea how it got there. I do not remember <laughs> purchasing this. I checked to see if it was borrowed. It is not borrowed. I apparently own this. Um, I assume it was on one of those massive like Marvel DC sale days or something. I was just about I, to ask. It yeah, and I, those, if, if yeah. you don't remember, I mean, chances are you bought it for two bucks during some crazy right. event. Exactly. And then I knew I always had wanted to read it because I picked up a couple of single issues that were out of order just to kind of check out the art. Anyway, I'm talking about an old book-ish um, called uh, Batman Superman, um, and we're going to talk about Volume 1, Crossworld. This is the start of that series with the New 52. Um, the writer was Greg Pak, and the illustrator was Jay Lee. Uh, I thought I had the <laughs> year in front of me. Um, it's 2014. So that's, yeah, okay, cool. That's what I was seeing, and, too. And point of order, we're not talking about Superman Batman Volume 1, which is very similar in title, but is a different book entirely. So if you're going to Google this, look for oh, Batman uh, Superman, not Superman Batman. Just pointing that out there, because that happened to me moments ago. Oh, wow. You just, I can't even explain how that little Lego brick clicked in my brain of like, super <laughs> <laughs> Like that just connected a couple things that I didn't realize till now. Um, okay, cool. I, I think in the DVD extras they make a reference to uh, something that had to do with Superman, Batman. Ah, uh, okay. Anyway, um, so this has been, and you and I have somehow talked about this in other ways. And so we talked about Jay Lee's art when we talked about before Watchmen, correct? That and Superman, American Alien. He is Perfect. one of the artists featured yes. there too. That's what it is where he's come up. And so I think maybe off air or it's just come up in a mention like, you know, I've said like, oh, yeah, he did that Batman Superman book. Um, it, it, the art is what is most striking about this. And that's what led me to just pick up single issues where I thought I got to I got to see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, it was really hard to even get a foothold, which was sort of that that difficult thing that you and I talk about, which is like unless you're there at, at issue number one, you know, once it gets to like into you know issue five six seven or something it's hard to start it's like well you know what do i start with I, I don't know if you don't know where the arc ended it's hard to jump in and that is definitely the problem i found in 2014 15 whenever i picked up these single issues um 
Actually, this may have dated to like 2013. That may be what it is, that it wasn't compiled until 2014. But as hopefully you know, but maybe you don't, that the, I mean, you, Taylor, know that the new 52 was another whole reboot thing. And DC made all these like weird editorial decisions um, that really goofed up all the books I was reading. And, um, you know, as with all reboots, it gives talented creative teams an opportunity to kind of like look at the stuff through a new lens. Um, but if you're coming into one of those books, uh, in the wrong frame of mind, yeah, I would definitely bring, this is, you know, that's on the reader. I think, um, you're kind of thrown off, you know, where, Mm. where are we in this? And some things in the new 52 were like retconned or just sort of deleted or reset in order to, put readers in that familiar place. Like for example, the, the big one that comes to mind that I'm like super, uh, annoyed by is, uh, undoing the entire story of Oracle and making Batgirl, uh, Barbara Gordon again. Um, fine. But you know, so it's like, okay, well we all know she's the daughter of police commissioner Gordon, et cetera. Like you're in, you know, that's how it was in the fifties, sixties, seventies, whatever, uh, until the eighties when Alan Moore killed her. Um, Right, that was Alan Moore, uh, Wait, <laughs> or not killed, not killed her, but uh, 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 incapacitated her and yes. um, paralyzed her. Yes, sorry, among yeah, in other the killing terrible her. things. Um, I happen to like the story. I not the I, I especially appreciate her role in Killing Joke, but I liked the story of Oracle, mm. um, and I liked uh, Cassandra Kane. Um, it sounds like that's who we're getting in the birds of prey suicide squad thing that's happening. It's going to be Batgirl, Sandra Kane, not, uh, Barbara or Stephanie. And I like Stephanie Brown, who was the Batgirl right before uh, new 52 happened. Anyway, that's a long way of getting here. So when I picked this up, I didn't know where Batman and Superman were in <laughs> the universe at that point. Like, okay. are we starting all over what's happening? And, um, so I'll just give like a, a, a brief criticism of this, which is, uh, it's it's a very interesting um uh story in terms of like the the sci-fi-ness of it which goes very very well with jaylee's art um and but it has uh, a multi-dimensional earths and a superman and batman on each that uh, find themselves together and not really they don't really understand who the other is um it has a really a couple of cool roles from uh, Lois and uh, Selena Kyle and Wonder Woman who come in, um, but it has this weird looming dark side thing, and so it doesn't quite feel like a reboot at, you know, um, at, at like stage one. It feels like we're already like we're so we're somewhere in media rays of Batman and Superman stories. Uh, and we and that was the problem I had was I couldn't get a foothold on like where are we who what is going on in this universe right now there were no references outside to either the new fifty two or just anything that like let me figure out which of these two pairs of heroes is the one from the Earth that DC is, like is is occurring. Does it on. matter though? Like, does it really do, so does that impact question. the story at all? Love that question. It does matter. So that's why I emphasize that that's like what the reader brings into it because I felt like, okay, that's just me kind of going into it and thinking it's new 52 and I'm going to get a reset. Um, The problem is that the reset comes in like these, to me, the problem is the reset comes in these sort of like off the cuff mentions, you know, it's like Batman's narration will say like, well, we've been friends for 25 years. And you're like, wait, which Batman is saying this? (laughs) Um, So 
if you just come into it like if you just come actually i'm really you know will arnett's gonna have to retire at some point i want to get in on those (laughs) lego batman movies um uh so it's it's what you bring into it um and i think there's a probably a way to just blank your mind of new 52 and read this as a sci-fi batman superman book um i uh you know it's I'm always I'm like calculating I'm like metagaming it I'm because there's a um, the Superman from whatever er, other Earth this is is dressed in what was at one point the Superboy attire which is like a short sleeve Superman shirt and jeans dumbest you know it's like when when Aquaman like swims in jeans in the movie it's so stupid Um, but uh, but yeah so that aside the story is like some god or like trickster God has brought these earths together because of this terrible, like killing device and um, has been sent there by dark side to sort of determine who are the strongest heroes. And, um, and sorry, this is just my memory. I can't remember if in the, <laughs> and that's fine. Cause I won't, I can't spoil it. Um, I can't remember if it's resolved, whether they, they want to fight the weaker heroes or the stronger ones. Um, but there's some cool stuff to retell the Batman Superman story through these other, like this other pair of the heroes from the alternate earth Mm -hmm. because they are younger. And so Mm -hmm. what we see is like the experienced Superman and Batman who I assume are the like earth one, this is, you know, the current universe heroes and the other two younger ones are sort of like their new friends. They don't really know who to trust. They don't have all their moves down. Um, so there's there's some cool stuff there, um, and I, I think when Lois and Selina and Wonder Woman appear, it does sort of anchor it in like a familiar DC universe. Um, but uh, other than that, like it's it's just all gray area. You know, we don't know Justice League. I mean, we do know they're in Metropolis, but it, it's just not grounded in a great way. But as you point out, maybe that's superfluous because Jay Lee's art is unbelievably like beautiful and astonishing and worth every second you spend with this book is like just staring at that art is each each panel looks like its own like commissioned thing that you would hang in a frame and in some office or study somewhere like it's like he it's clear he loves or loved drawing this book or these characters he just more so than any other of his other stuff however let me it's worth pointing out and I can't wait to delve a little further into the story too. But um, j- there was a great uh, one shot that Jay Lee did as part of the Superman American Alien series, which I reviewed on a previous episode. His chapter kind of comes in the middle, and his chapter, um, and it's you know, it's all they were all written by Max Landis, um, but Jay Lee drew it, and it's the one where the Superman in the American Alien storyline first encounters Batman for the first time, and mm. so. It's cool to like see that and then like kind of just see, see that there's an entire book now because I really like the way he – and they weren't even together for very long. It was sort of an interesting it, – it's kind of an interesting little twist that pops up. But like the way he sort of shows them together and interacting together, like it just – I really dug it. And then the way he draws the bat stuff you know, with the very spiky um, – that cape yeah. is always very spiky and very sort of like claw – you know, like very yeah. wing, wing-like. So it's just I, – I love that. And just as soon as you said this, I'm like, man, I kind of want this just for that alone. Like the hardcover I'm assuming is pretty exquisite to, to keep on your shelf. Yeah. I And um, 
I, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, how would you describe his art? It's, I don't know if you can see it, but the opening page mm-hmm. is a scene in Gotham, which is, uh, it's very similar to what you're describing of like that meeting of, of Superman and Batman. Um, in this Gotham, we are seeing Clark Kent meet Bruce Wayne and um, Bruce does not yet know in the scene that Clark Kent is Superman. We, uh, I, I think, um, but Clark, has recognized he doesn't know that Bruce is Batman, but he recognizes Bruce, even though Bruce is kind of trying to disguise himself as this rough low life. So he can sort of, you know, scout out like the rough side of Gotham. Mm -hmm. Um, But that opening picture has like these airships flying over Mm -hmm. and this very Gothic sci-fi sort of archway that Superman is, or Clark is walking into. And then almost this, this sort of Tokyo feel of like the, the vertical uh, signage hanging off all these tall buildings um, and various, uh, you know, um, denizens of this like sort of rough end of Gotham are approaching Clark. You know, he looks like a farm boy and, you know, they there there are some very obvious like stereotypes that you see approach him, you know, like the drug dealer and the prostitute and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it just does a disservice to it and not that it's not worth reading in digital because one of the beautiful things about the digital version is that you're getting like that close up view of every single panel, but you definitely have to zoom out because when he composes a page like this, you've got, you know, it's just, it's inadequate to take that in on digital. You probably want the print version to really feel that monumental. That's the thing about Jay Lee. His, his composition's great. He's figured out how to break that nine grid structure completely to hell. And like, he loves to do things. He loves to do circles and wheels. Yeah. Um, a lot of times he loves to do just re- really take advantage and like the you could take the art out and just shapes on a page in terms of his panels and his grids and they're they're almost a work of art just by themselves. They're, all, they're it's kind of got like a stained glass window quality to it a lot of times. The way he <laughs> plays with geometry and kind of like ties it all together in these in these kind of you know these vignettes that that it's- are. Individual, but they come together really nicely. Funny you would say that because there is like as you flip through the first couple pages, the I was going to bring up that the 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 first big like splash that's like a a full page or you know two page spread that is the title page of this first issue does look like stained glass. Like mm. everything is broken. The panels are not at all rectangular or circular or anything. They are all just. Um, uh, tetrahedrons that um, I guess that's what they are. They're, they're not three-dimensional though. Um, what the hell is that called? Rectangles, I guess. Um, anyway, they are all broken out, but like stained glass, like there's just little shards of them and they're surrounding a shape of the, the Superman logo that, that, you know, thing on his chest mm-hmm. with the title of that issue in it cross world. Um, and it's, yeah, it's like when you just, you know, when you're clicking through in guided view, you're not getting that impression. But when you zoom out, it's, you know, it's really striking that there's a short Superman story on one side with a specific color palette and a short Batman um, story on the other. Like basically like catching up a little flashback from either, you know, here's here's what Clark's boyhood was like. Here's what um, Bruce's was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just the art is like just flipping through this as I'm doing right now, as I'm talking to you brings me joy. Like it is so gorgeous. We need um, to give a quick shout out to, I mean, who's the colorist on this? Oh, thing? that's a great question. And I, I'm sorry that I didn't have that at, at my fingertips. Um, but yeah, the color is also stunning. I'm flipping it right now. Um, 
uh, and it's not. All I'm gonna nothing. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna wager while Ooh, you look. I want to hear. Yeah, go uh, for it. I think I'm just based on what I'm seeing. I'm guessing the colorist was very confusing because there's four of them listed. Uh, John Higgins, Steve Rude. Hang on. I think it's. I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh come on! No, I can't. Fine. Other June uh, Chung, John yes. Higgins. Yes. <laughs> June Chung. June Chung. Um, and I yes, say that because perfect. she was involved. Uh, with the coloring of Watchmen, uh, before, sorry, before Watchmen, Ozymandias, which Jay Lee um, illustrated as well. And it, it just, what I'm looking at in my Google searches, like it, the color looks, it's very, very similar. Yeah. Um, and they and, they are credited, Jay and June are credited as the collection cover artists. Okay. Um, so yeah, like that, that's definitely the the imagery you're seeing. Um, they need to work together all the time because I have not liked Jay Lee's uh, work when it's colored by other people nearly as much. Interesting. Well, that's great to know because, yeah, it's amazing. And I'm torn. Do I go on to volume two, uh, you know, kind of having a, a hint of this world or what do I do? And then, I, and then you know, I had this whole uh, inner monologue of um, I'm just – this is, you know, kind of like is that's probably the problem of going back to a reboot number one issue sort of thing. And like the baggage I'm carrying into it versus just feeling like, hey, this is just a, a new set of Superman Batman stories. Um, I guess the thing is that because of those little flashbacks, like, for example, one of them is that uh, uh, that Bruce and Clark met when they were like nine year old boys because <laughs> the uh, Wayne family car broke down in Smallville. And Alfred recognized <laughs> like this little boy comes up and talks to Bruce and Alfred recognized that it would probably be good for master Wayne if he played with this boy rather than me, just keep him in the car and fix the, you know, drive on. <laughs> so, you know, they end up having dinner with the Kents and Alfred talks to Pa Kent and, and tells him like, I could have fixed that car a long time ago, but I knew they both needed to play. And, and it's like, oh, come on. I mean, where, where, <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so it's just things like that where I'm like, wait, are you inserting this in into the new canon or is this part of that alternate world thing? I don't know what's going on. Um, but again, that I feel like that's sort of my bias coming into it. I was I was just hoping for like, hey, it's you know, this is the relationship. This is where we are. We're, we're stepping off right here. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I love the art so much that I'm very tempted to start checking out. Uh, the further volumes, and I guess in that, that way, because they have already rebooted uh, DC again uh, a couple of years later with Rebirth, um, this has all been sort of wiped out again, or whatever has happened. Who knows? Uh, so you know, it's sort of like getting into a an, an '80s band. You're like, ah, oh, you know, Greg and and Jay, their work their work's done. I can go back and sort of read it and appreciate it in a little. Um, you know, in its little crystal ball and, and that's it. I mean, you snow? could also, I was just going to say like, you could also, as is the tradition with many DC books, just sort of consider it a one shot, you know, like it's own yeah. this world's kind of thing. And that's it. You know, you, it, when they do these runs and the kind of the nice thing about them rebooting so often is as silly as it is, it does give some of these series the chance to, you know, to, to actually end, you know, whether they want to or not. It's right. just sort of like, create, yeah put a cap on it, like work towards that end and be a little bit more streamlined in your storytelling. I just, I like that so much more. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, just a, ge a general sort of criticism of the, when, when comic books and not that they shouldn't do it, it's, you know, a lot of comic books do really cool time travel, multiverse stuff. Um, but when that 
gets uh, compressed into something like this, where we're sort of being reintroduced to characters that we already have a lot of expectations about. You know, like in my mind, I did not expect that they had met as boys, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I, th- I think in times like that, it might be better to focus more on like the action stuff. I, I'm torn here. I don't know what to say, but I know that I, I feel like the action is like, I, everything Jay uh, has drawn and, and June has colored is is gorgeous, but it does feel like sometimes where I'm missing a piece of the action because there's like some weird storytelling happening, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is a thing I get from Tom King as well on some of the, the Batman issues I've read that he's done where I'm like, oh, man, you're just trying to fit in so many zingers that I don't know who punched who out at this moment, you know, um, so I yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to say it suffers. It's just like. Uh, it, it's not yet at that perfect harmony of story and art, which I desperately hope it will be in the next couple of volumes. But, you know, like you said, it's already happened. So it's over. It's a capsule. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, anything else? I'm just trying to think yeah. of how, <laughs> how much further into the story. Because you don't want to give too much away. I, th- I mean, the books, the, I would say this is one of those rare opportunities. Well, not rare, but unique where the art is so good. You know, yeah. that that alone sells the story. And then you can almost just enjoy the story, too, yeah. um, as like a, as like a bonus. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Um, I am curious. So they, it seems like they're up to volume three. Do they go beyond that? I don't know. Those are all the the ones I was familiar with, too. The, I, I knew there, I how knew much. Uh, and I don't know how many went on after that. Does is it clear that they're working on a on a grand arc or is every volume more self-contained in terms of the story? See, that's I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of this, it is resolved. Like the two Supermans and Batmans are not living on the same plane anymore. Okay. Um, but it's, it, it kind of resolves in this, this sort of threat of dark side, the Thanos of the DC universe, you know, just sort of looming in the, sh- like, he's not there on the planet. He's just sort of out there. Like there's a couple mm-hmm. of il- illustrations of him and stuff. How does um, Jay Lee draw dark side? That must be cool. It's actually cool. in the DVD extras in this, of which there are a, a lot, like a bunch of good sketches and covers and stuff like that. In the uh, in those extras, there's a comment from Jay where he's like, "Give me more dark side. I love drawing ugly things." Mm. Um, wow! So, yeah, it just really takes, you know, the uh, I, I I I mean, it, it's not extreme in the sense of like it's it's not a different dark side, but it's like yeah, there's clear joy in like the the you know the wrinkles and the grit on his face and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, the other thing that as now I've flipped to the page view and I'm like flipping through all of the thumbnails and God, the colors, like it just jumps out at you when there's like dark pages and there's light because of some explosion or something or, or wonder woman riding her Pegasus in the sky. And you're like, Oh my God, I got to zoom in on that. Um, so yeah, it's just a beautiful book. And uh, you know, if you like Superman and Batman and who doesn't, here's another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's that's gotta be uh, better than Justice League the movie. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! And again, that's the Batman Superman Volume One. Thank you for clarifying. Greg yes. Park and Jay Lee, not Superman Batman Volume One. It's very, very different. Very Correct. Different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. You know. And if you, well, I was going to story questions, but yeah. And one more shout out if you if you get it and you dig the if you get dig Jay Lee's art, go check out Watchmen or sorry, before Watchmen Ozymandias, Diaz uh same team like I mentioned before. It's just it's it's as cool a take on Ozymandias. Diaz. Like he really he loves drawing like acrobatics 
and bodies oh my gosh. like yes. you know bodies moving very in very sort of you know, beautiful sort of artistic ways like it just he yeah. loves the I think that's the thing I like most about the his kind of version uh, his chapter in the um uh, Superman American Alien series is just cuz he shows a bit of a, a bit of a little tiny battle between teen you know like uh, early yeah. you know, I would say 18 year old Bruce and 18 year old Clark and it's just the way he draws super uh, Batman specifically in that was just like it very agile, very. Oh yeah, um, and it, uh, I can't describe it any other way. It's I know, so I know, there's own thing. Sort of like you were describing how the sometimes the panels are circles or you know uh, different you know polyhedrons or whatever. Like they, that's sort of the way the characters bend when they're in fights. You know, the fights mm-hmm. with like Catwoman and Batman or Catwoman, like she goes after this other uh, villain at one point, like, yeah, she's just twisting and bending and everything. Um, and the when that's happening, when that action is going on, the background is so atmospheric. And the, there's, although it's detailed in the sense of like a lot of fine line drawings, it's not cluttered with a whole, bu- you know, when they're in Gotham, there's this great scene of like these kids bullying a little kid. That's what Clark and Bruce witness in the opening scene. Um, and in the background of that is just this t- pitch black, like super gothic, uh, like barren of all leaves tree. That's just like this evil tree that's just stretched. And, you know, just like it, it almost looks like vines or something with thorns coming out of it. But that's it. You're not seeing like a bunch of buildings with all the windows and all these people in the background. You're just seeing like four boys in a fight with this like super creepy tree behind them. And it's Mm. so striking, you know, because it's, that's totally pitch black. So the color of the, the boys in the foreground really pops out. And it's so much like that when, you know, there's like a, a a couple of little fights in the sky and you've just got this brilliant blue sky behind like these, you know, uh, either gray or black suited characters um, or like the, the bat jet or whatever, you know, and it's, I don't know. It's just so punchy the way he does that. And uh, yeah, I just, I could gush about <laughs> the mm. art all day. So I, this makes me, I can't believe I haven't picked up um, Ozzy Medeas uh, in the before Watchmen series. So I'm like seriously going comiXology right now to check that out. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth it. And uh, you can go check out this podcast elsewhere on uh, Instagram. <clears throat> Pardon me, God. Yeah, wherever. Yeah, Instagram. Um, right it is uh, at panelism.inc. Uh, the, also, that is our website address, www.panelism.inc. And you'll get the archive of our past shows and other things. And, um, uh, yeah, I like you can we're find- going out the way we came in, tripping over <laughs> our own feed. <laughs> it's great. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those. It's, 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 it's autumn time. It's, it's what we do. <laughs> Anyway, it's been fun. We'll see you on the next episode.